Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the start line by an L.A.-based musician and artist. His grungy, melancholy band's latest album is Hour of Green Evening. We welcome to the front man of the favorite band to your favorite band, Goon, Kenny Becker. What's up? <laughs> Kenny, let's go Beyond the Mic. You recorded the album in Glendale. 10 days straight in the middle of the pandemic. How did the pandemic help or hurt the creation of Hour of Green Evening? Yeah, it was, um, it was helpful, not in the sense that we were happy that it happened, but like, it was like weirdly nice to like have that very kind of enclosed sense of isolation I think it caused us to just like really focus on the record in a way that we may not have if it had just been like regular life business as usual, I guess. So yeah, it was like more, just felt like there was a little more insulation and a little more, or maybe more isolation, I guess. How did that change the sound? Did it make it look darker? I think it actually, I think it kind of did the opposite. I think we found ourselves not wanting to do quite as like grungy, heavy sounds and maybe in favor of more like almost airy, warm, kind of like saturated, cozy, comforting sounds, more natural acoustic textures and stuff like that. Kenny, if someone was to hear Goon for the first time, what would they experience? Hmm. Well, I guess, you know, it, it could be like, I've always imagined it like kind of like a solo headphones or like a nice uh, stereo system listening experience. Like, you know, maybe you're outside or, or driving or, you know, like, but I, and not that there's anything wrong with listening to music with other people, but I've always been really inspired by bands like Boards of Canada who create listening experiences that are kind of like meant to be experienced more or less in one piece and with good headphones on. And so hopefully it would, you know, kind of be a similar experience to that kind of meditative, I guess, and reflective, but I don't know. At the same time, like, you know, we, we like to be loud and rock out and all that. So a nice blend. Now I can see you because of the video call, but oh, yeah. you have all sorts of instruments behind you, whether it be a keyboard, violins, etc. So you create music the moment inspiration strikes, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. This room has been designed with that exact idea in mind very you know we try to keep the instruments out not in cases and you know that that classic thing where you're just way more likely to actually do it like this this keyboard back here is plugged into a tiny little amp that you could see beneath it so that you can always just like sit down and play and and yeah i i do think there's something to be said about just capturing a moment of inspiration right when it happens rather than like maybe doing like a voice memo. Well, there's nothing wrong with that too, but like coming back to it is not always the same as just like diving in if you can. Yeah. I would say that was that that happened a bit on this record. When you capture that moment in time, how easy does it make writing? It's, um, 
It definitely makes it easier. It's like it, I think it allows it adds the possibility of just like more experimentation. I think, you know, I come up to my bandmates with the song and try to basically blow it up and bring it into all these crazy new directions. And weirdly, it always ends up kind of like cycling back to the beginning a little bit in a way. But it's really fun to be able to like go through that process. Kenny Becker from Goon joins us beyond the mic. Kenny, how is music created for Goon? I mean, are you a lyrics first or is there a snippet of audio that turns into a melody that turns into a song? I am definitely not a lyrics first person. For me, it's definitely music ideas come first. And then the lyrics, I tend to think of that almost more like like sculpting marble out of like a big block. So it's like I come to, you know, we have like a melodic idea. And then to get the lyrics to work with it is more like that. I, I don't know, like where they, you know, the, you think of like the, that the sculpture exists inside the block of marble already. It's just your job to like find it, so to speak. That's kind of how I feel about lyrics. I know some people like lyrics, it kind of a earlier thing for them, but it, I, I've always struggled with that. And so definitely music first. Why does music touch your soul? I don't, I have no idea why. Um, although I, I, it always has, I guess, you know, from a very uh, young age. And I have no idea. Would you rather go back to being a lab assistant at Pathway <laughs> Genomics or just rock? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'd just rock. <laughs> Didn't expect that look back at your past, did you? Nice one. And no, uh, that that's good. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my dad used to work there. He's a geneticist and, um, yeah, I spent, I would spend my summers in like college doing like data entry at his lab. <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Kenny Becker from Goon and it's time for the Rocky Nade. Eight random questions answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Kenny, what's your favorite class at San Diego Miramar? I had a speech class that I really enjoyed. It was like a public speaking. It was, it was super like terrifying at first. And then it ended up, we all became like great friends by the end of it. It was super fun. Now you talked about that there was a sculpture in every block. So if you could paint with any medium, what do you prefer? I, I go back and forth between oil and acrylic. I think it depends if I'm like, they both have really great properties. I think acrylic is fun because it forces you to not kind of care as much because it dries so fast. So you sort of have to just like go with it. And if you mess up, then you can always paint over it because it'll dry really quickly. And a lot of people talk about how that's, you know, how oil painting is superior because it stays wet longer. But I actually kind of think acrylic is maybe the better one in the long run of that but that's just my opinion what's your best three albums of all time oh wow um best three albums of all time i'll just go off the top of the head i guess i would say the campfire head phase by boards of canada um the white album by the beatles and 
Um, I mean, what album do you listen to when you're stuck writing that gets you back on the right path? Honestly, Campfire Headphase or Geo Gaddy by Boards of Canada are always. Oh my God, why am I blanking on it? It's the Bibio record in country, but he did it with um, Sleep on the Wing by Bibio. That, I think, is a masterpiece. I adore that record. Now, what would happen if Bibio offered to work with Goon? <laughs> uh, I would blow up. <laughs> I would explode. <laughs> I would do anything to make that happen. He's my hero. <laughs> All sorts of weird things happen on the road. What's your weirdest show story? Yeah, we've had a we've had a, our fair share of weird shows. I mean, yeah, that story that makes you laugh on the road. We did this one tour where every night at one point in the like at the end or whatever dylan our guitarist would like get up on his amp he would just like stand on it for you know a period and then kind of like jump off or whatever and it was like a really fun you know little thing and you know it wasn't scripted he kind of just did it or whatever but there were a couple nights like we played buffalo and like i think it was like when he was hopping off, like he didn't realize how low the ceiling was on the stage. And I think he like banged his head on like a pipe and then just like fell on his ass, like on the ground. And like, Oh my goodness. Did he have a concussion? Just had to like keep going. I, I don't think so. We, yeah, he seemed cool. And then in LA actually the same thing happened, but his amp just kind of like wobbled back and he just like fell. So keep Dylan off of amps. Yeah. Or get him on more amps. Maybe it could happen. <laughs> Kenny, if you could take up wrestling, what would be your stage name? Oh my God. This is a question for Andy for sure. He's he's loves wrestling. Dang. I don't know. Kenny the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I think that one's taken. <laughs> Where's the best place you've ever played a gig at? There's been a lot of really fun ones. One of the more recent ones that was like a surprise, amazing show was a show that we played in Corvallis, Oregon. It was this little DIY house show that was like down in this basement with another really low ceiling, but like it was just packed and it was, it was so fun. I love playing shows on the ground like that, where you're not like up on a stage or anything, you know? Kenny, have you ever thought of giving up music? Um, kind of like I've thought about it, like in the sense of like, you know, pursuing it as like a career or whatever. But I think recently as in within the last, I guess like couple of years, it's been more of a feeling of this is just like what I do like this and painting. It's not really about anything else, I guess, in terms of measuring the worthwhileness of it for me, you know, almost everyone during the pandemic experienced the loss of taste that you deal with on a daily basis. Smell too. Yeah. When you were not suffering yeah. this bad, what's the one thing you love to eat? Oh man, everything. I mean, I, so basically I have kind of a weird, just sinus thing going on. It's basically sinus polyps that are like, they get really bad and I have to get like surgery every few years to get them just cleaned out, but they block my sense of smell and they make 
like if I get like a sinus or an ear infection, it just will stay forever and ever. And so I have perforated eardrums on both sides too. I know this is not your question, but just to add context to what you were saying. What's your favorite meal? I love to eat everything. <laughs> Food makes me so happy. I love there. Uh, probably my favorite right now and has been for a while is this Armenian slash Mediterranean restaurant here in Glendale called Adana, A-D-A-N-A. And it's just, I actually was turned on to it by Phil, who we recorded the album with, and we would order it almost every day. And it's... What's your typical order? They do this um, chicken kubeda. It's like a ground chicken kebabs. And they have the uh, this like cherry rice dish. That's like yellow rice with like cherries, like sour cherries in it. And comes with this hummus that is like just perfect. And all these amazing accoutrements you just kind of put together. And it's like, it feels like a hearty, like it's so like cozy and like heartwarming. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. It's time for the back half with Kenny Backer, lead man for the band Goon Beyond the Mic. Kenny, where does your band fit right now? Um, I don't really know. I think uh, I feel like we we're just doing our thing and we're happy to be here. I don't really, I don't know. Who inspires you musically? I love boards of Canada, Beatles, Pixies. Those are all huge influences. There's also a band here in LA called drag D R A A G. And I don't think I've ever felt so simultaneously inspired and kind of encouraged by another band like i feel like we're on the same wavelength in a lot of ways even though we sound kind of different so yeah they're a huge inspiration talk about the rest of the band what makes them so special to you man they are they're just sweethearts so there's andy on drums and tamra on bass and then dylan of course on guitar and you know it's a different lineup than uh what the band was a few years ago um and so in that way, I think we're kind of in like a second chapter, but like I've been friends with all these people for a while and we're not strangers to each other or anything. Uh, but it's like, there is this very fun, like kind of new spirit that we uh, really enjoy. And just like, I feel like we all kind of mesh together in a really fun, goofy way. And I don't know. I think we like sort of empower each other to just be like, to, you know, feel like we could do whatever we want. You're always playing, writing, recording, or sleeping. Does your brain ever stop? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> uh, I, though I do like to, if I do check out and just like try to switch my brain off, I, like to do it by playing like as much Zelda as possible. Well, that's kind of the main one actually, or Mario Kart. Kenny, how has California influenced this album? I think 
It has a tremendous influence, actually, because the suburban sort of like theme that's pretty strong on there is, you know, Californian from my, you know, reference. Pretty sunsets and golden hour exist in other places too, but like my reference for all of that, even in like the album's title is from growing up in California. Although there is a song called Buffalo too, which is inspired by Buffalo, New York, where my wife is from. And I wrote that song there. Suburban, kind of like sleepy, nostalgia feeling. Very California. Well, let's talk about Emily. How has your wife, Emily, changed your life, your hopes, and your dreams? Oh, man. She's, uh, she's definitely done that. And like, she's very, she's been very encouraging. And I feel like, you know, as sappy as it is to say, I kind of feel like we both have like allowed each other to like more fully become who we want to be individually. Yeah. It's just been, I mean, these are her cellos behind me. Uh, and when we first met, I was still working at a coffee shop and she was like making a living off of like just music. And so she kind of encouraged me to like take the plunge of just sort of go for it. And not that there's anything wrong with working at a coffee shop. In fact, I still do that sometimes. And she's also just the best. Like we just, I love her so much. <laughs> so what's your least favorite coffee to make at Starbucks? Least favorite coffee to make? You know, none of them really bother me that much. <laughs> I think maybe this is like insider baseball a little bit, but like if somebody gets half calf, like half decaf, I usually just give them decaf because there's <laughs> and like, maybe that's bad. If it's not busy, I'll maybe do it. But like to measure out half decaf and then half regular, because decaf has caffeine in it a little bit. And there's like, I'm sorry, but I don't think there's any way that your threshold for sensing caffeine is so dialed in that you can tell the difference between the minute amount of decaf and somewhere in between what it would be. And, you know, maybe I'm totally wrong. Breakdown Hour of Green Evening. What's your favorite song on there and which song are people raving over and you're not really happy with? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Why is it um, funny? Yeah. Well, it's just, it's so true, you know, it's like, although I'd say on the whole, we are all very, like, probably more proud of this record. You know, I, I think all four of us, we individually have our things about each song, where it's just like, oh man, you know, you're always going to have that. There's a song called Wavy Maze that is like probably the heaviest song on the album. And I really like that one. I feel like we all collectively have our own kind of like uh, self-conscious moments about whatever, maybe, you know, on a performance on that track. Although, sorry, I feel like I'm kind of rambling here. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if that's actually true. I do. I feel like that is a song that I have heard the most unexpectedly. People will say that they really like that song and I'm like, Oh, that's cool. You know, it's kind of the most it's, there's not really another song quite like that on the record. 
And, but yeah, that one and Lyra is like, I think it's the second to last song. That was an interesting one because when we first did the album, we actually had, uh, I think we had 14 or 15 tracks total. We wanted to cut two songs and we weren't sure which ones to cut to make it down to what it is now, 11 tracks. And Lyra was one of the ones that I was like, you know what, maybe we could cut that one. Um, and then I, I mentioned that band Drag earlier. Um, I was talking to Jess from that band and mentioned that to her. I was like, yeah, what do you think? Like, I was thinking maybe we cut Lyra. And she was just, that's my favorite song. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Kenny, what's one thing that people don't know about you? Most people don't know um, that I'm good at Mario Kart 8. Like, pretty good. I can't beat, like, anyone, you know? But, like, I feel like I'm better than most of my friends, at least. Although, if you play, like, online competitively, or not competitively, but, like, you could do the online, like, matchmaking thing, people are just, like, crazy good. Like, way better than me. So, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm exceptional, but... I think I could beat most of my friends. <laughs> it's time for one big question with Kenny Becker, lead man for the band Goon be on the mic. Kenny, there's a glimmer, a small star of light surrounded by the darkness your album portrays. Where do you see the light in the world right now? Wow. I, I've been trying to battle my own anxieties that are often fueled by kind of like looking at the world, you know, you kind of look at the news or get sucked into social media and all of that. And it can be very uh, sad and cause a lot of anger and all of that. So I don't, I don't want to be ignorant of what's going on in the world, but I have to like, I try to like really center myself in the present moment, spend a lot of time outdoors for as much as I can. And just like, as cliche as it sounds, sort of find, you know, the cosmic within the mundane. And it seems like a bit of a stoner thought to say this, but it's like so true that you could like look at anything, like a tree outside the window right here, ponder it for the rest of your life, you know, and like I try to like get back to that feeling as much as possible. He has to keep Dylan off of amps, loves playing in Corvallis, catch Goon out on tour right now. You think? Kenny Becker for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks so much, Sean. This was this was super fun. And that, my friends, is beyond the mic. Mm-hmm.